This podcast is free and it's accessible to everyone thanks to support from listeners like you. If you value this show, please consider supporting its production by donating to our home, KUOW. It only takes a minute to give and you'll be helping to support the production of this podcast. Make a donation at KUOW.org or follow the link in the show notes. And thanks. Lindy! Lindy. You know that thing where... Oh, do I? Welcome to Text Me Back, a comedy and opinion podcast from KUOW about best friends, the best animals, and the worst people. I'm Megan Hatcher-Mace. And I'm Lindy West. Text me back. Text me back at once. Why won't you text me back? Text me me back. Text me back, Megan. Tidings, tidings, <laughs> time for more delicious tidings. Today's tidings are animal themed. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you about it. Okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> That's how excited I am about my personal tidings today. <laughs> you sat down and wrote a custom jam. It ejaculated out of me. Oh, no, um, no, you've ruined it. <laughs> You've ruined it. It's not a sexual term. It's a, if you read Sherlock Holmes, he'll be like ejaculating quips at Watson all the time. Nobody's reading Sherlock Holmes. I am. Uh, I I sure am. You're watching. No, 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 no. You're, you're watching the PBS series. With Benedicto Cumberbatch no. and Martin Freeman. Hell no. Delighted Hell no. If I am watching a Sherlock and Holmes. the hot priest as Moriarty. No, there's an, old, there's an older Sherlock Holmes with a guy named Jeremy Brett. And it is so good. And you have to watch it. We could talk about it later. But I am not, okay. I'm not watching the Cumberbatch. I don't think Sherlock. I, okay, whatever you say. It strains credulity at every turn. <laughs> we should file away for later the various beefs between British dramas pride and prejudice versus pride and prejudice okay save it save it for <laughs> so as you know megan i have moved to the woods and i live in the woods i'm you a do. woodsman they call it a female woodsman <laughs> that's me <laughs> yep and i live on a dirt road in a forest i am 30 to 40 minutes from any store even a mart sure. there used to be a yeah. dump and they closed the dump. <laughs> so anyways, I live in the woods and we have a visitor. Gasp. We've had a visitor creeping around the property in search of, oh. you guessed it, picnic baskets. <laughs> <laughs> we got a bear. We got a bear. Not a bear and his ragtag little son. <laughs> I think it's his nephew, but yes. This man's talking about yoink. <laughs> so the whole thing started last week or the week before i get a phone call from my next door neighbor Mm -hmm. marnie and when i say next door you cannot see her house and marnie has lived out on the peninsula for decades full time 
She activated the phone tree for this. That's how serious <laughs> these tidings were. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She got on the wire. She said, beep, boop, 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 beep, 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 boop, boop. And she <laughs> called me up and she said, Lindy, I got to let you know, I have scat in my yard. Ooh. And then she said, Ooh. parentheses, poop. She didn't say parentheses, but I could tell mm. that she thought that I didn't know what scat was. Yeah. As if she needed to inform the female woodsman what scat uh, is. Shows that you don't know me very well, Marnie, because, oh, I know what scat is. <laughs> Marty thought she ate. <laughs> Many call me the scat man. Oh, they don't. C- come on. <laughs> well, please continue. Marnie phones me up. She says, Lindy, we got we got a scat sighting. And then she says, that means that the bears are back. And it's bears plural. There is more than one pile of Ooh. poop. And I can tell that they came from different animals. So we have at least minimum two bears. And she said, they like my apple tree. We too have some apple trees on the prop. Ugh. I scampered out there to the, our little haunted orchard and indeed butt pies. <gasps> butt pies oh my God. on the ground. So wow, we knew that there are occasionally bears out there because one time my mother captured a photograph of a bear in the yard looking angry. Oh. And another time the bear was not seen, Spooky. but my husband left some delicious garbage outside and mm, that's their favorite snack. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. inside the fence and our fence is made of wood with really really stiff wire mesh in between. Mm-hmm. The wire mesh is so stiff that a human cannot bend it. <laughs> this bear peeled back the wire mesh oh. like the cellophane covering on a Hillshire Farms <laughs> Genoa salami adult lunchable and not an ad entered. Like, oh, if Hillshire Farms wants to send me money or salami, <laughs> I accept. The bear freaking came in the yard and ate the garbage and then left. We never saw him, but you willingly moved out there yes. to be a part of this. It's part of the spicy local flavor. one time i did see a bear's juicy ass on the road disappearing into the bushes oh and one time i saw a whole bear on the road and then i had to do bear deterrence do you know i don't know anything about bear deterrence and i must have the information at (laughs) once so with a little black bear what you're supposed to do and i say little black bear they're huge and (laughs) they do kill people But anyway, so if you encounter a little black bear, you are supposed to make yourself look really big. You are not supposed Mm -hmm. to run away. You wave your arms in the air. And then this is what all the people do on the bear deterrent YouTube videos that I seek out and watch. (laughs) (laughs) It's always our friend Kayak Dad leading a hike. Whoa, guys, bear. Let's group up. He goes, hey, bear. Hey, bear. Ho bear. Whoa bear. All right. Whoa bear. Be cool bear. Hey there. Whoa bear. All right. All right. Looks like it's going away. Nice work, guys. And the bears know what that means. Yeah. So what you okay. got to do is trigger in the bear a sort of cost-benefit analysis. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. like, do I want to eat human meat or do I want to eat apples? If I want the human meat, I have to deal with this guy. Yeah. Because a black bear is ultimately a true omnivore and he wants berries and nuts and picnic baskets and he doesn't want human meat necessarily. He wants the path of least resistance. So what you're trying Mm -hmm. to do with these bears is put some resistance on the path of least resistance to make it look like a big drag. And also speaking of problems... 
There's one. Ooh, there's oh a, no. There's a segue. I freaking love TikTok, dude. And I will be scrolling. My thumb muscles are so strong from the mm. scrolling. And I'm never going to stop scrolling TikTok, Joe Biden. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh. You know what I mean? And TikTok yeah. has a lot of really funny stuff on there. Pick a teenager's TikTok at random and it'll be funnier than anything a professional comedian Isn't that is doing. I know. Any given teenager is like the funniest person you'll ever meet as long as the teen's comedy is not directed at you or anything that you're <laughs> wearing because you're never going to recover. I don't get served anything on there that is unironically wholesome or genuine mm. in any way. It's all fart jokes and teen roastings, but never anything serious. So the other day I got served this TikTok of this woman who had the most beautiful long flowing locks I've ever seen. Ooh, Hair thick as a horse's mane, so shiny, so stunning. Okay, I'm li- I'm liking this so far. And then the whole TikTok is her doing a transition where she changes her exterior decor of her home from like a summer vibe to fall, <gasps> to fall autumnal decor. And I'm waiting for the joke to drop. I'm waiting for somebody to stitch it with boom roasted or whatever. So there was no joke. I just was like, I'm sorry, did I just get served a wholesome video with no punchline? And I started panic a little bit because I was like, have I watched all the available TikToks? And all that was left was <laughs> you, <laughs> you got know. to the end of the internet. Like, yeah, and all that was left was someone's. Now cousin. you have to sail your little boat to Aslan's country. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, that was weird. Back to the fart jokes. And then they were started to multiply and it was the same lady every time. Her name, Lindy, is Caitlin Covington. And she is the official harbinger of fall. <gasps> Much like Mariah Carey tells you when it's time for Christmas. Right. This lady, Caitlin Covington, tells you when it's autumn. Right. And she is the lady from the Christian Girl Autumn meme. Our day started with a pumpkin spice latte, of course. And I was like, oh my God, that's how I know this lady. And I'm getting served her stuff (laughs) unironically. And as I always say on TikTok, no hate to this creator, no hate to this creator, but it's not really my cup of tea or it's not really my cup of pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) And I kept getting more and more of them. Then I got like really deep into her lore, into the Caitlin Covington lore. Mm -hmm. Somebody had posted a picture of her in her fall regalia. Because annually, she goes to Vermont to watch the leaves change, which chef's kid. Oh, my God. I love it. Good night and see you tomorrow for another day in Vermont. So they posted this picture of her with the caption of hot girl summer is over. It's time for Christian girl autumn. And it went viral. And people were kind of like pleasantly teasing our girl, Caitlin. Was the meme supposed were, to be mean? It was sort of like a pleasant, good faith mocking of the whole Got it. production value of Christian Girl Autumn. But I think she began to represent the avatar of a very particular type of person who is a bigot and maybe bullied you at your private Christian school or something. She's affluent. She's white. She's Southern white. Christian. And, you know, there's some baggage that goes along with some of those identities. And so people were really feeling lots of different types of ways about Caitlin Covington. Now, check this out, because I looked it up. I did my Caitlin Covington research on that fine day. And it turns out this lady kind of kicks ass. She's an LGBTQ ally. And she went to BuzzFeed and was like, I want everyone to know I love everyone. And I especially love fall. And I've never hated it in my life. And, you know, people, lots of people say lots of things, but I was like, I think she's telling the truth. Uh, and then it turns uh-oh. out. This is how they get you. Actually, if they got you like this, I might get got 
<laughs> happily. You know what I mean? So Caitlin Covington's coup de grace is that she ends up donating money to the woman who posted the original meme had posted a GoFundMe to help fund her transition. And Caitlin Covington gave her 500 bucks to help with her transition. And I was like, See. What is happening? So now that's I'm watching real Christianity. I know, dude. So I now I'm watching these videos and I'm like, okay, do I want to, as Caitlin Covington would do, purchase a Amazon Basics <laughs> onesie, <laughs> $17.99, pair it with the chunkiest fall scarf you've ever seen in your life, as well as a pair of Uggs, drive my RAV4 to Vermont with uh, yes. my baby. I don't have a baby, but let's say <laughs> my baby and my husband and just Fill it to the brim with pumpkins and make sponsored content in Vermont. And then do yep. I want to go to church after? Yeah. Is that you, what's happening? I would put money on one week from now. You're mm -hmm. in Vermont. Mm -hmm. You've mm -hmm. got a wagon full of squash, plop a baby on top, and you're taking pictures. A tiny hay bale in there, yep. apple cider, and I'm going to be sponsored by... Amazon Basics, I guess. Megan, what if she's hiring and you could be her friendly... Sold. Scarecrow. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> I'm in. Caitlin, if you're listening, I'm available. You know, one thing that you said in the past that I would like to uplift now at this time is that it's okay to have an unironic, wholesome enjoyment of something. Give yourself that little moment. And that's what Caitlin yeah. is for me. I don't need to be blackpilled by politics at all times. I'm going to watch this lady wheel a radio flyer wagon around instead for like oh. 10 minutes. And that will it's solve all my problems. <laughs> it's okay to be nice. Yeah, it's okay to be nice. Coming up... I'm going to grant Senator Charlie Brown Chuckwagon Grassley's fondest wish, a lengthy dissertation into Iowa history. Our show is called Text Me Back, so we want to invite you to our group chat. Do you have any questions for us about your own friendship dilemmas? Maybe friendships with ghosts Ooh. or just some personal tidings of your own? No song needed, but encouraged. Very encouraged. We want to include your questions and tidings on the show. So text us to join the Text Me Back Text Club. Text BFF to 206-926-9955. That's 206-926-9955. And even if we can't text you back every time, we pinky promise to read all of your texts and think about how to include them in the show. At SoundSide, we bring you news and conversation rooted in the Pacific Northwest. Hi, I'm Libby Denkman. I think of my job hosting SoundSide as, number one, asking tough questions of powerful people, the questions you, KUOW listeners, want answered. And two, bringing you a daily slice of the fascinating, confounding, and often goofy side of life in Washington State. Join me for SoundSide at noon and 8 p.m. on KUOW or anytime on the SoundSide podcast. Megan, I have a follow-up to something we talked about last week. I am terrified to ask any follow-up <laughs> questions. <laughs> okay, so last week you brunged in a story about Charlemagne Grassley. That, yep, that's what they call him. 
senior senator from Iowa and his obsession with the History Channel and how it never plays any actual history, a mm-hmm. concern that I share. You got to find you're, your allies where you can find them, I guess. You're so. a Christian now? That's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's the Um, breaks. I can't believe it only took one episode for us to (laughs) completely reverse course. Just four decades of principles and values (laughs) out the window. (laughs) So there was one tweet in particular from Chuck Grassley that got its little hooks into my heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was the following. From September 17th, 2021. Surprise, surprise. No history on History Channel today is birthday of Constitution. So why doesn't Channel have it on tonight? If (laughs) you need ideas for programming, let me know. One, Constitution. Two, Iowa history. Three, U.S. history. Four, real history. Mm -hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. Etc. Four distinct possibilities. Mm-hmm. It got me. I have not been able to stop thinking about this tweet. Mm-hmm. Specifically, what piqued my interest as a history buff, what is going on with Iowa history? <laughs> I we don't might know. Never know. Anything. Right. Because I mean, yeah, the history no channel. The history channel. Certainly not going to tell you. I'm not participating in this media blackout (laughs) about Iowa history. I'm going to do the documentary research myself. As Republicans say, I'm going to do my own research. And you do my own research. Yeah. So I did a deep dive into Iowa history and I am going to present it to you now thus wise. So Chuck Grassley did not make this distinction, but of course we can assume that he's when he says Iowa history is referring to the history of white people in Iowa. Yeah. yeah. European history of Iowa. So I just want to acknowledge that Iowa is named after the Iowa people. And yeah. the history of Europeans in Iowa starts with the same crime that all of uh, American history starts yeah. with, which is white people murdering and deceiving and forcibly relocating. Yeah indigenous people so then later the land that would someday become Mm -hmm. the great state of iowa was part of the louisiana purchase in 1803 so not even good enough like can you imagine being part of a (laughs) the most famous purchase yeah they didn't even bother to call it the louisiana iowa purchase no i know and then it doesn't doesn't stop there it doesn't stop there megan From there, the land that would be Iowa became part of Michigan Territory. And later, then after that, Wisconsin Territory. Oh, my God. And it was not until 1838. The year of Chuck Grassley's birth. (laughs) (laughs) That Iowa Iowa came into its own as Iowa Territory. One point for Iowa, they were in the Union. Okay. Although a lot of them were anti-war which sounds good in 2023 but in the context of the civil war not as good not so you don't want to be a bystander maybe no i don't know next in iowa history there's a statue in a cemetery in iowa city Uh uh-huh and it is an angel and if you touch it or kiss (sighs) it and you're not a virgin you die Oh my god. And I want to touch it. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> I want to know what happens. We all do. Like That's... immediately? Like you drop dead immediately or like? So uh, the statue is nine feet tall. And if you touch it at midnight on Halloween, you will drop dead in seven years. And oh, come on. The statue gets blacker and blacker each year due to all of the people that it has killed. And that's Iowa history. Wow. I can see why Chuck Grassley wants the nation to know the truth about Iowa. I love the various caveats for the murderous statue. She's girl bossing 24-7, especially on Halloween. Especially on Halloween, Yeah, it's unclear if what the Halloween of it all has to do with anything. If you're a virgin and you touch it on Halloween... Then you, you still die. I don't know, Megan. This is why we need this kind of investigative journalism on the History, on Channel, the History Channel, Megan. Yeah. I have a follow-up question. Be honest. Hmm. How many times did you fall asleep while doing the research for this segment? <laughs> okay, Megan. When Answer you Google the question, when it's a yes you- or no question. <laughs> Actually, it's not a yes or no question. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you should still answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When you Google Iowa history, not a lot comes up, I gotta say. (laughs) Due to what on account of the silencing by Big History Channel. And the ancient aliens are probably spraying waves into the airwaves to disrupt the Iowa history getting out. So so much sense. (laughs) What I did find was an hour-long webinar called Iowa History 101. And I did watch the first five minutes. And then what and then happened? I, and then I did yep. succumb to mm-hmm. a little snoozeroony. A little snoozeroony. Then I woke up 25 minutes later. Then I made a freshetta. Hawaiian. Trust the process. And I ate it. And then I went to bed. And then this morning, I Googled most haunted places in Iowa. Yeah. And it told me about the statue. Got it. I don't think that we've made the case, even to Chuck Grassley, that Iowa history should air <laughs> on the history Maybe, channel. Maybe we can finally <laughs> bestow upon Chuck some peace and he can let yeah. go. Yeah, we're going to send it directly to Chuck Grassley's office. And even he will be horrified at what we've done here today. <gasps> Maybe I'll that. get the key to, <laughs> to the city of Dubuque. Iowa, of Dubuque. <laughs> And they can add it to the Iowa history Wikipedia page. Oh, my God. I'm Iowa's foremost historian. Sorry, guy who made the webinar. (laughs) And actually, truly sorry to that guy who probably worked really hard on the webinar and I disrespected it for absolutely no reason. It was very well researched and I just am sleepy. Also, I love corn. (laughs) Next up. We're going to purify ourselves in the healing waters of the algorithm and capitalism. Stick around. At SoundSide, we bring you news and conversation rooted in the Pacific Northwest. Hi, I'm Libby Denkman. I think of my job hosting SoundSide as number one asking tough questions of powerful people, the questions you KUOW listeners want answered. And two, bringing you a daily slice of the fascinating, confounding, and often goofy side of life in Washington State. Join me for SoundSide at noon and 8 p.m. on KUOW or anytime on the SoundSide podcast.
You know that thing where your life is stinking up the joint and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> if I could just have one singular item, I do feel like the trajectory of my whole life would change and possibly the trajectory of American democracy would shift. Yes. Those moments when you look in the mirror and you think, <laughs> I can fix her. If I could just engage in capitalism a little bit more, I could fix her. I could fix her. <laughs> so I was having that. Listen, I know that this is going to out me as somebody who never leaves my house and only scrolls. I was on TikTok and basically my feed has been overtaken by TikTok shop. It's very annoying. It's like a bunch of journals. By the way, I've been snookered by many a journal in my ADHD oh, yeah. life. This journal, journal. You know what I'm not going to say is we'll fix her a f- journal, a journal. <laughs> because it won't. No. You know what? There should be a class action lawsuit against, against the planner industry big by journal? the ADHD community. Your time's up. Uh, you've been on top too long. So this is not about journal. The journal is not going to fix you. It's not going to fix anyone. They're fake and full of lies. But once every 30 minutes, I was getting served this ad for a bathroom grout cleaner. It was like an electric brush. I know you struggle with grout. Girl, <laughs> you know my grout is a problem. The thing is, I actually do genuinely hate cleaning my bathroom because you have to go in the shower and you have to scrub a dub dub and I don't have the kind of shower head where you can remove it and rinse it off. So I have to bring in a watering can. I don't know. I'm probably oh, a watering can. can. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But to me, logistically, it actually makes a ton of sense. Don't ask me any follow-up questions about the watering can. Anyways, so I got got this ad for an electric bathroom cleaning brush. And after the eighth or ninth of them, I was like, I do think my life would change forever. I think I could win an award. Is it one of those ones where it is a cylinder with bristles and you push a button and it Hell yeah. whizzes? Yes, it is that. And it has attachments. That is the fakest Man. looking thing. It is the fakest looking thing. But I'm here to tell you it's real because I bought one. When I say fake, I mean that obviously is a trick. That is a scam. Because, you know, the only thing that takes care of grout, elbow grease. Nope. Wrong. Because your life could be fixed if you two spent $70. No, no. Make it. On an electric brush. Make with atta- Attachments. Lindy. Attachments. If I just get this, I'm going to be like in Harry Potter looking in the mirror of destiny like, I won the... Quidditch oh, cup. <laughs> I'm head boy, except like my grout's clean. You know those house elves. Every single one of them had a electric grout cleaner. Dobby getting it in. So I bought one. And it arrived. It had a bunch of attachments. What do the attachments do? One is a big brush for large areas. And one is teeny tiny. One is for grout, which is my number one top prob. And so I used it. And did it change my life? Yes. No, it didn't. That's the sad thing about I can fix her products is they don't. They can't. They can't can't fix her. But here's what I will say. The electric brush got really close. Really? Yeah, I think to fix it. It worked? Yeah. Not all the attachments are very good. On your grout, not on your life. Not on my life. No, no. But my shower looked good. I have not won the Quidditch Cup. And I'm not head boy, <laughs> but I didn't have to get the watering can out. And that feels like a victory. I like that something we've learned about you during this show is that you have offered us two stories, both of which are about you uh, correct. scrolling on TikTok. I don't go. Are anywhere. you okay? 
No. 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 <laughs> and that's you. Why. You need. I need you another need a, brush. No, you need an emotional, figurative brush for the grout of your heart. No, I just no. <laughs> I just need more attachments. I just need more attachments for the brush. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> anyway. Lindy, I don't know if the concept of Icon Fixer is bringing anything up for you. Mine also came to me via the wide world of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember which influencer I saw using this miracle of engineering, but okay, well, let me back up. Yep. <laughs> you know how there's no finer moment in a female woodsman's life than when she goes and mm. gets a fountain soda? I don't think that's unique to women would I inv- I think I'm the first one to say it. So the nice thing about a fountain soda, unlimited little bits of ice, little ices, not ISIS. I don't support ISIS. <laughs> but ice, plural, because at home, you have to get the ice tray out mm-hmm. of the freezer. You have to twist it to pop them out. Yeah. And then you have to plunk them one by one into the glass. Yeah. And then you have to refill it. And then you have to tightrope walk back to the freezer. You have to delicately balance the ice cube tray on top of the other ice cube tray. Right. Sometimes. If you have a refrigerator from 1987. I'm not a sultan, Megan. I don't have an ice maker on my fridge. I still think you're right, though, because even if you did have an ice machine on your fridge and you do like the crushed it's the worst little crushing you've ever seen in your life. Plus, your refrigerator is a massive behemoth of a machine. Who knows how to get in there and clean those pipes? Not me. Who knows what could be growing in there? Yeah, it's never even crossed my mind. You've got to make sure that your ice is coming out with no mold on right. it. Right. <laughs> They're always saying, don't eat the ice from the McDonald's because no one ever cleans those ice. Who is always coffins. saying that? <laughs> Where are they saying it? Like, Quora. (laughs) Reddit. I don't know. R slash ice. So I found out that you can buy a countertop pebble ice machine where you have your very own ice coffin that is small and compact and will just give you as much ice as you want and you can put it in your cup and it's little pebbles and you crunch, crunch, crunch on it and you can do it all day and you can take it apart and you can clean it and you're not getting any mold in your mouth and I want one, Megan. Let me tell you something. That will fix your whole life. You have to buy one. I recently heard, first of all, they have them at Costco, so Mm -hmm. I'm going. And second of all, I feel like obviously the number one problem facing me (laughs) is hydration. Not because I don't like drinking water, but because I don't like going to the bathroom. It's boring. It's so boring. Oh, my God. I feel like I've (laughs) never related to a single thing you've ever said in your life as as much as that. I hate it. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. I'm doing something. Oh, my God. God. So I avoid drinking too much water because I don't want to go to the bathroom. (laughs) But with pebble ice, it will be irresistible. My hydration levels will skyrocket. It doesn't stop there, Megan. I am convinced, and you can not dissuade me from this, that if I had a pebble ice machine, I would start doing my 
nightly face product routine. I would put a serum on. I mm-hmm. would put my retinol. Mm-hmm. I would wear sunscreen because mm-hmm. girls with ice wear sunscreen. They do. And I will also do my taxes. <laughs> And it's all thanks to the Pebble Ice Machine. Girls with ice do their taxes. They're not in arrears with the IRS. <laughs> I'm not going to talk you out. I think that's right. I think that's all really? correct. Yes. Really? I think it starts with the ice machine and it just radiates really? out from the ice. You can be hydrated. Okay. Your kidneys are going to be healthy. Oh, my kidneys are going to be popping off. Popping okay. off. What have we learned today, Megan? Buying things solves all your problems. Yep. She can be fixed. We solved it and we're yep. better and we're fixed. And I'm going to Costco right now. Snip, snop, snoota. So air the eventira uta. Okay, relax. Should we teach them our Norwegian drinking song? Yes. So, so, svenger vi på sejlenien. Height. Skål! Wait till you find out what that means. <laughs> it means, so now we are swinging our glasses again. Cheers! <laughs> okay, but what I said, snip, snop, snuta, so er de eventira uta, means snip, snop, snuta, so now the fairy tale has ended. That's what they say instead of, and they all live happily ever after. I like that. Megan. Yes. Guess what? What? What's happened? Guess what week it is. It's holiday season week. Oh! I'm so glad because I I freaking love holiday season week. It's one of our top coziest times. It's true. And we're going to celebrate that in next week's episode, the cozy episode. It's not the colonialism episode. It's the cozy colonialism episode, <laughs> which is when you take over your own house and you make it warm. <laughs> My favorite cozy thing, I gotta say, eggnog. I know there's a lot of haters out there who lie and say they hate eggnog. It's not true. And I'm going to prove it next week's episode. I can't wait. And I'm going to be talking about my favorite cozy accoutrement, (laughs) which is something that a lot of you might associate with your grandma. Maybe you think, do they even make those anymore? And yes, they do. And in fact, the technology has gotten even better, even cozier, and even less of an electrocution hazard. Find out (laughs) what I'm talking about by downloading next week's episode. That's right. Next week, Lindy and I will be rolling up and our respective burritos. What kind of burrito? You'll have to download next week's episode to find out. It's a double cliffhanger. Thank you so much for listening to Text Me Back. You can find me on Instagram at West. And you can find me at important M-E-A-G-A-N. If you like the show, please tell your best friend about us and rate and review us. It helps people find the show. Text Me Back is a production of KUOW in Seattle, a proud member of the NPR Network. Our editor is Jeannie Yandel. Our senior producer is Brandy Fullwood. Our mixer is Jason Burrows. Our production team includes Michaela Gionati-Boyle, Amelia Peacock, Alicia Villa, Hans Twite, Brendan Sweeney, and Marshall Eisen. 
Our music is by Chief Ahamefile J. Oluo. Special thanks to our perfect angel, Isolde Raftery. I'm Lindy West. And I'm Megan Hatcher-Mays. See you next week. Thank you.